You are listening to episode 55 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, I'll be talking about permission. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello, hello. How are you today? Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Who gave you permission to be here with me today? <laughs> so it's er, it's pretty early in the morning. The sun is shining. I have my window open and I'm looking at the light filtering through the trees. And it's just such a privilege to be here doing this and recording this podcast for you today. This podcast was inspired by a conversation I had with a friend. They were telling me about a career change that they're pursuing. They are working on certifications and doing projects to pay the dues for this career. This sounds really admirable at face value, getting training for a new role, especially if you're moving into something you haven't done before. But what caught my attention as we were talking is This career move is actually pretty transferable. The skills that they have today would easily make them eligible for this new role. I was curious what else was at play. There was this readiness activity, but I was wondering a little bit if this readiness was almost a a way to avoid the discomfort of just jumping in and applying for jobs in this new role that they were looking for. As we talked, it became apparent that this person thought they couldn't even apply for positions in their field of interest until they had done this, that, and there was this list of prerequisites. And I was asking, are they actually all required before you get in the role? Would some of this be done if you were already in the role? And long story short, my friend was really seeking permission from the outside, from certain credibility markers that may not absolutely be necessary. It was a fun conversation because in the course of that conversation, we were able to not just look at what she was doing and what she was trying to create, but some of the thinking behind it and whether this thinking was future focused or if it was more around concerns or a sense that maybe she wasn't quite ready. Now, Let me pause and just say, I do definitely think that surgeons should have a license to give them permission to operate. I think it's helpful that we license drivers before they're legally allowed to drive. And, you know, in some cases, it's helpful having an external authority say, we came together to decide on a standard of practice for this activity. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about permission as in licensing or or that. It's more the way we attempt to earn permission from or or with others in in a way that can be stressful and it can be a way to avoid the discomfort of playing in a bigger life. It's fun to think about giving yourself more permission. Today, we're going to talk about the ways we can define the concept of permission in the first place. I love getting down to how do we define this stuff anyway? We all seem to to know what something means, but it's fun to talk through the fundamentals of the definition. We'll talk about how waiting for permission can actually cause stress. 
them will clarify when and whether asking permission is right or necessary for you and how to decide that. Let's baseline the conversation. As I mentioned, we're not talking about legally granted permissions. We're talking about the behavior exchange of one person believing another person has an authority to decide a course of action for you. This might look like waiting until you meet all the criteria of a job posting before you apply. Or maybe that's avoiding asking for a raise or promotion because you were told there's a budget freeze. You think that doesn't give you permission to ask. And sometimes, as in the case with my friend or in a lot of people, they'll earn certification after certification after certification, thinking if they aggregate enough external evidence that they will feel credible in the eyes of other people. You may have all the certifications in the world, whether you get the interview or not, that's still just one person's decision at a point in time. And were those influential or not? It's impossible to tell, quite honestly. This is where I think that sometimes waiting for permission or trying to earn the right to ask for permission can be stressful. Maybe you avoid doing or saying something because you don't want another person to feel that you're granting them permission. Here's an interesting example of permission. <laughs> My practice used to be focused on intimate relationships in partnered romantic relationships. Sometimes my client would say, oh, I want to hug my partner or give my partner a kiss, but they're going to just take that as permission that I want to be intimate and have sex. And ah, what if I don't want to? It was so interesting. It's like, well, don't you have the right of refusal at every step along the way? If you want to give a hug or a kiss and that's what is comfortable, you can still say, I'm not ready for the next step. And, and in a way that, oh, I'm granting people, I, I feel like this action is giving them permission to do something I don't want, that can be very stressful. Instead of saying, well, what would it be like to have an honest exchange where you give what you want, but you say no when you want? That's real intimacy, right? Maybe you could think of permission in that perspective. There can be a lot of mental rules about permission. When I'm working with people on time management or setting boundaries around different things in their life so they can have that elusive work-life balance, many people feel like they need to be available 100% to everything. And they'll think, I don't have permission to turn off my notifications. People expect me, dot, dot, dot. Or maybe they're, they'll ask, oh, maybe I should check in and see if this is okay. They'll ask for permission. I think that's really outdated hierarchical thinking that we're supposed to be of service to. And, and sometimes you may choose that, but that doesn't mean you also can't take care of yourself and you don't need to necessarily ask permission to do so. Another example of where waiting for permission can cause stress or delays in reaching your goal, which can cause stress, is learning. This is so sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> a lot of the people that I work with, they're people who love to learn. They're constantly challenging themselves to be open to new ideas and new ways of doing things. 
But sometimes this can start to look like permission seeking. Oh, I want to write a short story. Maybe I should go look for classes on writing short stories. (laughs) Instead of just, I don't know, I mean, just give it a try. If you want to learn, great. But the learning doesn't give you permission to do the thing you want to do. All of this comes from sometimes subtle, very sometimes very not subtle, very obvious. Family systems a lot of times will ingrain in us this roadmap for success. It might look like this. You go to school and you get good grades. And those good grades give you permission to go to college. Then you go to college and that gives you permission to take out student loans. Then when you're done with college and you have your degree and you're working, then you have permission to get married, buy a house, have kids, etc. You have to earn your way to the next step. Instead of, it's your life, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> who Who is deciding these rules of permission anyway, right? With that, let's shift then into clarifying when and whether asking permission is right for you or if you want to just give yourself permission, which by the way, you always have that option. Thinking back to the podcast I did not too long ago, introducing you to Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendency Framework, obligers might have a tendency to to seek permission from others. Oh, is this okay? How can I serve you? Questioners tend to grant themselves permission. Let me evaluate this. And then I'll decide if I'm on board or not. Then upholders, it might be interesting to think about how permission factors into what they say yes or no to. Rebels are like permission. I'm sorry. No, I don't need anybody's permission. It's so interesting when you think of how you relate to this concept of asking for or needing permission in general. So I'll tell you a personal story. When I was in college, my first year of college, there was a song out by the band The Soup Dragons, and it's called I'm Free. The link is in the show notes, of course. And the lyrics are the soundtrack of my soul. They have this line that says, I'm free to do what I want any old time. That was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah. And that even that line that I'm free to do what I want any old time, that really freaks some people out. They're like, that's selfish. There are rules. But what this phrase means that I'm free to do what I want any old time is that I choose what I do and I do it because it's my authority. It's my privilege. It's my responsibility to create my one and only never to be repeated, wild and precious life. This is my life. And the rules, are they really rules? Are the rules real? I think in a lot of cases, the rules or the permissions are guidelines or suggestions. Who gets permission in your life? When is permission necessary or desirable in your life? Really pause and notice. Do you need anyone else's permission to take care of your body? Do you need anyone's permission to create more wealth? Do you need anyone's permission to apply for jobs? I say no. I have a very open approach to job seeking. When you're looking for a job, if you see something that interests you, apply. All you're doing is asking to get a phone call. (laughs) You're just looking to start a conversation. So why would you 
opt out thinking, oh, I'm not ready for that. In a lot of cases, when people are seeking permission or they're feeling like they're not quite ready for something, it's not necessarily the the things on their resume or or, you know, the other things that they think will make them ready. It's whether they think it's possible for them. It's so uncomfortable to step in the uncertainty of a new dream. And that's okay. When you're thinking about permission, notice if you're trying to get ready, trying to earn your way, trying to get social currency, credibility, all these other ways we use to describe getting permission to, if all of that is just a cover story for what's happening inside you, which is, wow, stepping into this new version of me is really uncertain and I'm not really sure about this. Now, I believe what Wayne Gretzky says, that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take and you lose 100% of the opportunities that arrive while you're waiting for permission, while you're waiting to be ready, while you're ready to be seen as credible and expert, however the concept of permission shows up in your life. This week, I have an invitation for you. Coach Lisa's invitation is to notice where you're waiting for permission in obvious ways and where you're waiting for permission in subtle ways. I'll close by saying that, quite frankly, all the best things in my life have come to me when I leap before I look. And I would wonder if for you, like the times you took a risk, the times when you said yes before you were ready, the time when you raised your hand to participating in something, even when you were afraid, what came out of that? For me, that's how I've gotten fun in my life. When I chase what I want and don't wait for permission, it benefits me in really surprising ways. Now, the way I look at it, I do love getting certifications. I love learning. But when I do all of those things, it's not so that I am credible in the eyes of others so that I can have permission to. It's more because I think that that's just going to be an experience that allows me to transform because I don't need permission. I don't need these things in a lot of areas of my life. I just need to decide what I want and be brave and courageous enough to step into it. And I hope that for you as well. Go see where you can jump in uninvited this week (laughs) without permission. And what a joy that could be in your life. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast. Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.